Oh my gosh. Businesses need people. That's a no brainer. And because people who buy from people and buy services and products need businesses to buy them from. But how do we get people as business owners? How do we get people? We have to meet them. That's a no brainer. But where do we really meet them? Even in this digital space, where do we meet them? There really isn't a lack of ways to meet those people, either in person or in this digital space. The challenge is how to sell them, right? That's the challenge. How do we get them in? How do we meet them? How do we form a relationship with them? Key. And what does that look like? Today, we're going to be talking about relationship marketing and all about the sharing of social capital. Wherever you are from and watching from, thank you so much. If you are listening on our podcast platforms, there are a lot of them out there. Thank you so much. We are not a show without you. We are live on the Aaron Strayer Show where we are all about promoting, cultivating, and expanding amazing <clears throat> pardon me, amazing female entrepreneurs that are out in this world doing things just a little bit differently. We talk about hot topics and pain points like, where do we find all the people? And then what do we do with them when we find them? And the really cool thing is not only do we talk about them, we give you tips, tricks, tools, and workarounds to those challenges that we face every single day as female entrepreneurs out in the world doing things just a little bit differently. I'm your host, Erin Strayer, and recovering corporates and entrepreneurs hire me to get them business beyond the basics because most of them have fallen into this ho-hum place of indecisiveness. They've settled for average, and quite honestly, they're held hostage by their own fear. So I help them keep on track by setting attainable goals, plugging gaping holes in their businesses and personal lives, and taking their dreams to reality. And bottom line, I provide peak performance scaling strategies for growth-minded entrepreneurs so that you and your business get the attention to, and detail you deserve and you start making money in your business. You can find me at AaronStrayer.com, but this show is never, ever, ever, ever about me. It's always about our amazing guest experts that choose to come on our platform and share their expertise with us. Today is no exception. Bethany George is a mother of four and she is a multipreneur. We're going to talk about that. She has always been driven to create and build and has been an entrepreneur since she was a child where she learned to sell cookies in order to earn money for trips with her friends. She is truly passionate about knowing and supporting other business people and having built multiple businesses on her own and in collaboration with teams and most recently venturing into relationship marketing, Bethany has been an active networker for over a decade. She is passionate about the value of culture, experiences, and relationships as they serve for an entire lifetime. Oh my gosh, I am so excited for you to meet my guest and my friend, Bethany George. Hi, friend. Hi friends. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm excited to be here. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am thrilled that you're with us. And thanks everybody for watching with us. We appreciate you. Um, and Bethany, like this is such a hot topic, right? Like the culture of networking has shifted and changed so rapidly, specifically in the last couple of years, it's really taken a shift and a turn. And like you of all people have seen it happen. <laughs> 
I've been, um, like I said, multi-businesses. I've done lots of different things and I've been in the networking scene. And in here in central Ohio, I've really watched it just grow and blossom. Uh, and it's been really exciting to to watch and be a part of that and kind of see what people are doing in that and, and how they're expanding with that knowledge. But also I see gaps that come from that. And that's kind of where I was like, mm, we need a little more something in this space here. So yeah. And, and what are some of those, what are some of the, like, what is the number one thing that you see that gap being like, as you're experiencing and you are a, you are a really an in-person relationship expert when it comes down to it, yeah. you are, that is your wheelhouse. Um, and I've, I've gotten to experience it in person. <laughs> We've had the the thrill and the experience and the, the love of being able to meet in person, which is amazing. Um, but that, what, what do you, what do you feel that is in the gap? there really so what the one number one thing i see when businesses are out there networking or connecting or just trying to find people is they kind of see um the next person as someone to sell and they're mm. just constantly looking for someone new um i think that really is the biggest number one piece is they're always looking for someone new thinking their next sale is with that next new person and it's not acknowledging the hundreds of people they already have connected and, and have grown um, to know, whether it be personal or business, and they're not giving that attention to them. And I think that that is a huge oversight with so regardless of if you're in in-person networker or you're a digital networker, I yeah. think that the oversight of all of the other people and and looking at these next um you know, these next people as a transaction. Mm -hmm. And you and I have had conversation about this and we line up. I mean, we're so on point with our, our thought process with where this is going. And I'm, I'm like in love with this conversation that we're having today. <laughs> um, and I want to, I want to take that a next step to really, you were a mompreneur. I'm a mompreneur. You know, we, I own multiple businesses. You own multiple businesses. You've created and formed them. And, you know, I loved it when you brought it forward as far as there's so many myths out there. Yeah. And that like this, can we like just hop into these myths or oh, yeah. like, do you Absolutely. want to get a little backstory a little bit on yourself? Um, I mean, a lot of the story comes while talking through them. So beautiful, beautiful. So, so like there's some myths out there in networking land. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we all have them. And I don't know if you're watching this live with us and, and I appreciate that. If if you think that there's a myth in live networking, drop it in the comments. I want to see what you have to say about this as we rolling forward here. So um, let's see if we're going to cover some of those <laughs> as we're, as we're rolling today. Um, so like, what do you, what do you, what do you feel like is the number one myth that's out there? The number sure. one. Yeah. So the number one myth that I kind of tapped or, you know, touched on was all you need is more leads, right? <laughs> <laughs> you just need more leads. You just yeah. need more leads. Yeah. So right? Most business owners are sitting at their desk. I'm leaning forward because I'm grabbing wine, and they're sitting there with a stack of business cards in front of them. <laughs> Who so, has that? How right? do I Mine are in a clip. Yeah. <laughs> And what it is, is because even though they have this, this, you know, they probably have boxes of business cards or, or stacks of papers of previous clients or whatever it may be, they're not doing anything with them. They haven't, 
they're like, oh, maybe they met them in a networking event and, and they immediately pass them off as, oh, they're not going to buy from me. Or maybe they've already sat down with them and tried to sell them and didn't get anywhere or whatever it may be. They're just like, okay, next, next, next. And that's the wrong thing. What should they be doing with those cards, Bethany? So they should, there's a couple different pieces of this. And one of them is they should be organized. One. <laughs> Yes. Um, they have to, I always tell people I have a business card reader, which is a, a cent step one for me. Um, and then it plugs into my CRM customer relation management software. Yeah. Um, and some people use an Excel sheet, which is not my preferred method, but <laughs> if you have them, if you know who they are and you keep track of them and they're not just another business card on the desk, that's getting dusty. Mm. <laughs> mm. We have somebody that's commented on here. Hi, Danielle. She said her myth is that neck, network, networking is unnecessary if you're super experienced and smart. Ah. Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I think it would be interesting to delve into the, what she means by super experienced and smart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think that she's right. I think there's a lot of people that are in that, in that mentality also. Mm -hmm. Like I don't need the extra leads. I'm smart enough and I'm already experienced enough and people will come to me. Yes. Yes. Right. Well, a lot of people, they do rely on, on referrals and people coming to them and if you, what's interesting, and some people have this skill that they naturally have built relationships, so they get referrals. Mm -hmm. That really is ultimately what you want to create, and um, and so it's interesting because the people who, if that's how they've gotten there through those relationships, through those connections, and they're sitting back like I don't need a network because I've done this, they've gotten they've gotten to step one, but there's more to it. And the other piece of that is, is that we build networking connections, not just to find someone as our next customer. We find these people as collaborators, as business connectors. Mm -hmm. And what does, you know, I love using the term Rolodex. It's a really old term and some people know it, some people don't. Um, but I love the term in the reference to back in the day when a savvy business person had a really thick Rolodex, you know, it was one of those the clicker ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, meaning they had lots and lots of connections that literally these are people they called at 3 a.m. and they would answer the phone. Why? Because they had built a solid relationship with them, not because they had sold them, but because they know, like, and trusted them. Mm -hmm. And those kind of people are it's it's a deeper level of connection that they aren't going to be the next person who buys from you um and but they're going to be someone who knows you so when if you need a favor you know you can call them or someone you know needs a favor you can call them and that builds more know like and trust beyond your personal circle of connections yeah yeah i i agree with that so much that that relationship and um is is so much deeper than the transaction, right? Or looking for your, your next connection to be that lead or, or that I think, I think a myth too, and you have it on here is that your next, your, the next person that you meet, you're going to sell them. Yeah. 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 90% of the people, something like 90% of the people that you meet will never buy from you. 
And that's why when you're in this, I need to just keep meeting more people, meet more people, meet more people. And you get kind of in this scarcity mindset about connections because you're so concerned about how am I going to sell this person across from the table from me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you are missing the bigger picture. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Which is what instead of, instead of thinking about selling them, Mm -hmm forming the relationship, getting to know them so that. So that they become a connection and they know, like, and trust you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then really like we're breaking this really down and it, and it seems like it's, it's a no brainer, but people overstep this, this part so much and they just step around it, step over it, bypass it all together put zero effort into the relationship, which Mm -hmm. if, if this is a fact, this 90% will never buy from you, but how many people of those 90% when they get the chance to know, like, and trust you will refer you? I actually don't know the percentage there. That's a great question. You know what I mean? But because they know you and they have an interaction with you and they've had some kind of relationship with you, they know what you do. Yes. They know how you show up. They know how you are, are more likely to have that referral system going and, oh my gosh, you have to talk to Bethany. You need, you need to build your, build your sales team up, right? What is, what is lacking with your sales team? Mm -hmm. Gosh, I think you really need to pull Bethany in to have your Bethany go over your processes and your SOPs with your sales team and figure out what's in the gap. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it can be even deeper than that. It can be, uh, you know, someone reaches out to you and says, you know, I know someone who's in business and who's struggling and it may not be a direct connection to what you do, but you know people. Yeah. And when people come to you as a resource and they, they know that you're connected with like the heartbeat of the business community, not only does that put you, gives you credibility and shows that you care about others and people are then, they're willing to pick up the phone or send you an email and connect with you because I know you care. Yes. Yes. And that goes. So it's, it's like when you used to get mail in the mailbox from somebody Mm -hmm. totally unexpected, like a card, like an actual tangible card in the mail. And you're, you're like, Oh my gosh, they care. You know, it goes so far. It goes so far when when those people know that you care yeah. in the long term of a relationship of a sale, right? Like that long term. So so another myth that's out there is that the hard sell is the only the only way to make any money. Like the whole journey has to be a struggle. It's got to be hard. It's got to be, you know, like hours and hours and hours and you got to pitch them and and pitch them and pitch them and pitch them and take them to dinner and drop all this money right like it's got to be so hard what why is that a myth that is a myth because when you come at them trying to sell them immediately they immediately put their defenses up and back up right and so then it becomes this constant like here buy my thing here buy my thing hey you need my thing you need to buy my thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you're like Whoa, exactly. what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> and they're running away and you're chasing them down the street. Right. right. <laughs> and the reason why that is a myth is because the difference is if you come at them with curiosity, 
Hey, tell mm. me about what you do. Tell me about why you do it. Tell me about how you got into that. Oh, tell me about your kids. Tell me about your hobbies. Tell me about you. And you show that I care and it matters. And then you offer them value and you become mm. a giver and a resource. And people are like, when Bethany walks in a room, like people are like, look, it's Bethany. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that's, that's, you know, like the thing that we should all be creating, because when we are that person that everyone's like excited to see, mm-hmm. they're also excited to support you. And they get to know that know, like and trust. Right. Yep. But they also get to know, oh, I know I know Bethany's personality and I know what she can do. And I've heard some of her skills and I think she knows what she's talking about. So when they are in a need position. Yeah, I'm calling Bethany. <laughs> Yes. Yes. You know, um, the, there's a lot of, there's a lot of industry that's out there that is, is um, without dropping names or anything inappropriate here that is teaching these kind of in your face marketing Mm -hmm. techniques that really don't land for anybody. Yeah. How do we switch that? How do we change that? How do we, how do we, who don't like those techniques. I don't want to be that. Right. I don't want, I don't, I don't want to make it a hard sell. I don't want, maybe not everybody I meet is going to buy from me. I get that, but I do need some sales and, and I know that I need leads, but how do I change that mentality? Because that's an old school textbook sales text technique. Right. Is in your face. Yes. And yeah, the biggest way to change that, well, it's, it comes down. The reason why that method seemed to be the only way that worked was the old method was also, um, I, for lack of a better phrase, hit them or quit it, you know, hit them and quit it. Cause it's like, go meet them, sell them, pitch them. Oh, they said, no, move on. Yeah. And just not care. Um, when your mindset is, I want to care about this person first and that first priority um, then you start building a relationship and this, this takes a little bit of organization and strategy, uh, you know, getting to know people, getting to, to develop that relationship with them, mm. you, have to re- you know, regularly touch and base with them, whether it be online with social media or in person yeah. and paying attention, knowing the names of their kids, knowing that they're, that their daughter just went to a competition and you should, you know, reach out with a message and say, Hey, how did it go? Did she win? Did she have a good time? You know, whatever it may be. Right. And to build into that relationship. And that takes effort for a lot of, you know, old sales methods are the more people you talk to, the more sales you'll get. But right. that means you have to just focus on like calling, 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 like that first contact primarily. And as soon as they say, no, you move on, you just leave them in the dust. This requires much less in the sense of how many people you reach out to, but it means going deeper and getting personal and being authentic, which is also a challenge for some people. Yeah. And again, that's not, that's not a taught, right? Like that is not a textbook sales marketing tactic, but if that is your background and what you went to school for it wasn't taught that way right it's really a difference in a mindset and changing the mentality around how you're approaching so you're going for quality versus quantity yes 
Yes. And making sure. And I know one of the things that you and I talked about off screen and one of the few times, multiple times, <laughs> oh, yeah, let's just go there, that we've, we've had conversation is that you are really a strong advocate for building, building, and, you, and I love that you call them allies, yes. building allies and, and making those foundational key people in your, in your in your culture that you're creating around you. And I want to talk about that for a second and why that's such a huge, huge part of relationship selling versus cold selling. Allies. Yes. Actually, what's kind of fun. I saw that Danielle just posted, what if you're an introvert? And I actually feel like these two align up really well. Um, So I will admit that I myself am an extrovert, which is why I've been networking. See, and I'm with- not. I'm an introvert all the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you play it off well because I don't <laughs> even get that. <laughs> uh, but the thing I think that really makes the difference is, and and correct me if I'm wrong, as an extrovert, I'm I'm perfectly okay walking up to a stranger. Um, as an introvert, you prefer relationships and connections you know in that mm-hmm. kind of safety net. Yeah. When you build allies especially if you can build allies with other extroverts, they go out and meet all these new exciting people and then they tell them about you. Yeah. Um, and you do that through that no like, and trust. And I always stress in when it comes to business, the no part is they know you and they know your business. And that means being clear about what you do. I talk to a lot of business owners who they tell me about what they do and I walk away going, I'm not really sure I understand what that looks like. <laughs> I have a clue what you do. Yeah. I was like, I like you and I built trust with you and I want to send you referrals and I still don't know who they <laughs> And I still don't know who to send you because exactly. I am unclear with what you do. Yeah. Yes. So that's a big piece. But, um, you know, getting, refining that and being able to develop that so they also know you as well. And when you're building allies, these are people who they've gotten to know you personally. You've gotten to know them personally. They know that you are trustworthy. They know that you care. And yeah. oftentimes these also are people that you can collaborate with. Yeah. Um, finding true. out what businesses run parallel to yours that, you know, work with the same people or, you know, are in a situation like um, real estate's kind of a funny one. You know, a lot of real realtors in particular, they just try to meet everybody. Yeah. Um, but they can get to know businesses that interact with someone who's looking to put their house on the market. Right. Um, and that's who they connect with and get that. They really build them into allies. So when that person's, you know, a home renovator and they mm-hmm. talk to someone and they're like, yeah, we're, we're renovating cause we're going to be selling here in a couple months and whatever. Oh, have you picked a realtor yet? I know a really good one. I trust them. And you know, I watch, I let them watch my kids. Or, right. Know, whatever, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think I think that the um, really the step three that you really make sure that your people are clear on what they do and you understand. Yes. You understand clearly who they serve and what they do um, makes the step two with your building your allies. Right. And extending yeah. that reach so much easier and so much um, clearer when you can allow yourself to understand. And, you know, that's another thing that I know that you do is that you help them if, if they're, I hate this term elevator pitch, but mm-hmm. if they're, if their pitch for themselves is unclear. Yes. Right. Yes. 
then you help them create that. And you're like, okay, here's a hole. <laughs> yeah. Here's a hole in what you do. Let me help you so that you can define yourself better with the next person that yeah. you talk to. And, and that's a hard thing to do too. When, when you're, you're stepping in to corporations that have huge sales teams. And I know that that's part of what you do. Um, and I want to step into that for a second with kind of the people that you service. Mm -hmm. So you not only the solopreneurs and the people like us that are in the digital world, but you also, you also have a deep desire with brick and mortars that have sales teams mm -hmm. to go in and help them create the relationship part of their sales teams. Yeah. So that, yeah. So let's talk about that for a second. What that's, what's that look like? Yeah. So um, I've developed and, and, and expanding on some workshop ideas where I can work with a sales team or salesperson, whatever it may look like, to help them understand this method. Because in sales, especially a lot of times in a sales team, they have official sales training that have usually people who have experience in sales. They're used to that like quick pitch and run. Right. Um, and often, oftentimes they've been given a CRM to use. Uh, and not really taught how to use it either. Mm -hmm. And so really helping them understand and, and again, understanding their what their pitch would be, but just all these pieces, talking them through all these pieces, customizing for their industry so they can still make a sale, but it comes to because they understand the other person, the other person understands them. Yeah. So it becomes, like I said, less <laughs> transactional and more fluid. And more organic. Yeah. And I think that that's such a huge part. And I think more and more industries are going to the organic relationship part of it. Yes. But again, they don't necessarily know how they don't have a key player in place to help them make that transition to that they or to bring them on to, to educate their sales force really, and yeah. what that looks like and how that should be presented going forward. And, you know, really, Bethany, you are such a key instrumental person for so many industries that it's, um, it's also almost a no brainer to bring somebody like you on board, even to restructure if mm -hmm. it's been a couple years. Right. Yeah. Like if it's been a couple years since you've had somebody, some external person come in and evaluate your sales team and your sales process with how you're going through and your SOP for your closing. What's that look like? And to bring somebody like Bethany in, who is an expert in this sales relationship marketing part and to make that because um, you're a relationship expert, like at the end of the day, <laughs> that's really what you are. And in my my unbiased two cents here, um, really, and um, I think that it's so so um, foot forward for business owners to have that forethought to bring somebody like you on board to reevaluate and go over um, the processes really for what that looks like and where they're at right now and the changes that they can make and implement so that they're with the changing tides that are coming in um, and that they're on cutting edge and they're, they're really maximizing, you know, their sales force and what that looks like. So, right. Right. Yeah. So if somebody was to bring you on board, 
Bethany, like, what does that look like? I know we're running, you have a free ebook that's out there. The link is running across the, the screen. If you guys are watching from any of our other platforms, we'll make sure we drop it in the feed or in the show notes. Um, so you have access to her ebook, but let's talk about that for a second. What does, what does that look like? Working with me. Yeah. Um, so I do a couple of different things. And part of that is identifying really where someone is, where the gaps are, right? So I do kind of a one one time sort of strategy session. I can also for smaller like individual entrepreneurs, I've even set up a CRM for them and walked them through it. Not just like, here you go and go. I sit down and figure out exactly what is it they need and how does this work? And I show them that the ways to make it utilized the most effectively because systems is the other thing a lot of people are missing. Yeah. Overall, over monthly, I have um, different ways that I can work with businesses where it's something as simple as, you know, a monthly strategy session where we talk over how are you connecting with people? What methods are you doing now? What are you doing to follow up with them? And making mm. sure that they're doing mm-hmm. that. And making sure that they don't get stuck in a rut because, oh man, we, we're all known to get stuck in a rut. Um, but I'll go in. Then. Yeah. <laughs> We all do it. <laughs> well, even too, even too, as as companies grow, like even digital companies, those of us that are in the digital space, as we grow and we pull people onto our team, that those are times and spaces where smart business people are going to reevaluate their systems, and bring an outsider like you on to reevaluate. Hey, what's mm-hmm. this look like? What are I? De- where do I need to bring a change in? How do I need to restructure this? Is this right? Like in my mind, that's a no brainer. As, yeah. a, as a business owner and a growing business owner, that's something that I would personally do to yeah. maintain to maintain the forward motion and to make sure that my systems were tight with my sales process and my yeah. sales team. Yeah. And as you bring on new people, you want to make sure you're on, all on the same page. And like you said, most people haven't, don't have this training. They've not been taught this technique. So having someone walk everyone through to make sure you're all on the same page is important. It's imperative. I think, I think as for the longevity and the the lifeline of your company, whether it's a brick and mortar or it's a digital space, I think that it's, that is a, a non-negotiable almost um, for the majority of people to, to implement that and to work with that. So, so people can find you, they can come, they can come, you're the follow-up boss. I love that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, and um, they can they can grab your ebook um, there. They can find you at thefollowupboss.com. They can find you on Facebook um, and all the places to find you and hang out and be in your space and really um, bring you on board to reevaluate their processes and their systems and make sure that they're you know that overhaul is is a huge huge, huge thing in their selling process and in their relationship marketing. So yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate any close, any closing, any closing remarks from you before we uh, head off here? Um, I just want to, I, I love this phrase and it's mentioned in my ebook, the social capital. Um, and just <clears throat> recognizing that that social capital is probably the most valuable resource you can have. Mm. <laughs> most valuable resource is your social capital. Everybody, thank you so much from wherever you're watching fun. We have been talking to the amazing Bethany George, who is a relationship management 
expert, <laughs> and she has been talking about the new way to network and relationship marketing 101 today. We've gone over um, the top three myths that are out there in the industry about how you have to work really hard and you have to sell everybody and all you need is more more leads, more leads, more leads, right? <laughs> and we've also talking about the steps, the three top steps to, to overcome those myths that are out there and what gets to come into play for that social capital to yeah. pay out for you. So Bethany, thank you so much for being with us today. I appreciate you and your expertise you. and your your genuine spirit and how you approach business from a different and a massively authentic, um, holistic way of approaching it. And I appreciate that. Thank you very massively much. appreciate that. Everybody else, wherever you're watching from, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And we are not a show without you. And we will see you right back here soon. Take care, everybody. <laughs>